people, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Um, you guys haven't heard or seen me in a while. And so we have a lot to talk about. So let's get into it. Um, you haven't heard or seen from me in a while. Ultimately, it really comes down to laziness and procrastination. Like, I put out a podcast episode sometime last year, like a few months ago, and it was just me saying, like, I think I was saying encouraging words and just really, I had nothing planned, but God was like, you need to get back in the game. And I was, oh, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see my janky nails, but try to ignore. But anyways, um, so I was trying to be obedient. I just recorded something right quick and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna be consistent. Definitely was not, but now I'm back again. I'm trying. If you're watching on YouTube, I don't have my mic set up. Um, I'm just in my living room. I don't like you guys should see my if you could see it. It's so janky my how I'm setting up my phone. I don't have I can't find my tripod. We just moved my husband and I I have a husband. Last time I did this a podcast episode, I didn't have a husband. It's so much to talk about you guys. My life is just completely different. But um so I can't find my tripod, but I had to make it work. Um so it's just set up on like coasters, uh, a pill bottle. <laughs> It just looks a mess, but I had to do what I had to do to make sure that I record this. I get this video out. Um, I put on a little bit of makeup and I'm just making do with what I have. Um, I was once again going to push back this episode and be like, oh, I'm just going to record tomorrow. <laughs> Knowing that when tomorrow comes, I'm not going to feel like it. It's going to be so another reason why I don't feel like doing it. And then my friend had posted, I was scrolling on Facebook and she had posted that God said, work with what you have, you have the tools. And I was like, all right, God, you talking to me. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna do it. I'm just gonna work with what I have and do this episode. Um, this is really like a big catch up episode. Um, we're gonna be talking about just my whole life in general from fitness to my marriage um and a bunch of other things so let's start with my fitness and health so this my whole platform right summer body fitness i did change my name to i am summer but summer body fitness fearfully fit those things fearfully fit podcast those things came from um my weight loss journey my fitness and health journey during the pandemic it had me like, it did a number on me. I'm not gonna hold you as far as my weight. So spiritually, I grew exponentially during this during this um, pandemic uh, and mentally as well. And even strength wise, I have, I broke so many fitness, uh, so many weight training PRs during the pandemic. Um, I was always consistent with my uh, weight training during the pandemic. I never stopped. Well, I did have to stop going to the gym because gym work, gyms were closed at a certain point, but I never stopped working out at home. And then um, once the gyms opened back up, I was up in there faithfully. And I literally, I have never been as strong as I was during the pandemic. But I ate like there was just no tomorrow. Every everything that I knew and that I've learned about maintaining weight loss, 
as far as nutrition, I completely threw it out the window. So when they say that you cannot out that you cannot outwork a bad a poor diet, it's not they're not saying it for play. You cannot outwork a poor diet ever. And um, I'm definitely a witness to it. I have not gained all my weight back, but I've gained a lot back. Um, and I definitely feel it. And for reasons that I'll let you guys know later on in the podcast, so stay tuned, um, I haven't been able to work out as much as I used to, okay? So let me start from the beginning of the pandemic. I hurt my neck. Let me, let me, let me show you where I went down um, downhill as far as my nutrition. I hurt my neck. I pulled a muscle in my neck and I couldn't work out for two weeks. Like literally just prostrate on the uh, couch. I could not move for two weeks. And I was just eating any and everything. Like I was just like, I'm sick. I need to heal. So this is my time to just, let me just go crazy with the food. And I literally, I just, I probably ate fast food every single day during that two week period and just ever since then even after i healed and i was back working out um i just did not get back on track with my with my nutrition um and so it's it's really nobody's fault but mine like a lot of actually a lot of fitness people that i follow a lot of them fell off a lot of them gained uh a lot of their weight back Several of them gained all their weight back, plus more. Um, a couple of them was just like, this page is not even for weight loss. <laughs> well, it's not, it's not funny, but it's funny because they was just like, yo, we so far out now from where we started with our weight loss. Like, this page is not even about weight loss anymore. So, um, but the thing is with all of them, none of them stopped posting. I think maybe two. Two of them, I, I have seen that they stopped posting. But the rest of them that gained a lot or all of their weight back, they they never stopped posting. And they've still been an inspiration. I've still have been in tuned and a faithful follower. So I'm really not sure. Well, I'm lying. I was going to say that I'm, I'm not sure what stopped me from posting. Um, but I do know it, it started with, you know, a little bit of embarrassment because I'm like, OK, I lost all this weight. Then I gained a big chunk back. So like, am I even credible anymore? Are people going to, even though I know my techniques work, I know that when I put my mind to it, whenever that moment comes, I'm going to lose the weight again. But should I just wait until I lose the weight again for people, you know, for me to be any type of inspiration, which, oh, that's my cat, y'all, my little baby. Uh, like you want to be, a, you want to be in the camera so bad. It's not about you. So, um, so it was a lie, you know, that I was telling myself that people wouldn't be inspired because the fitness people that I followed that had gained the majority or all of their weight back, I was still very much inspired by them, but that they never stopped. So I was like, Summer, you could have kept going, but it, it first it turned into embarrassment, right? That I did, that I felt like people would be like, dang, she gained a lot of weight back. I'm not about to be following her. But then it turned into, once I started to get more confident with my weight gain, and I was actually very proud of myself with all of the PRs I was doing in the gym, then it turned into laziness. Like I didn't want to set up my 
camera. I didn't want to edit. I didn't want to, um, you know, I just didn't want to, I didn't want to care about posting. I didn't want to write captions. I just didn't feel like it. I didn't feel like building a community. I really was just not in the mood. And then laziness turned into complacency. And I started to believe that me not uh, posting on social media, me not, you know, building my community, me not doing the podcast, like it was okay. Cause I really was thriving in other areas of my life. And so I was just like, well, I don't really think I care anymore. You know, I'm, I'm really, I'm happy doing what I'm doing, which was just other stuff. So uh, it was a combination of those three things. And then, like I said, spiritually, I really grew during the pandemic. And finally, it was just getting to a, a point that God was just like, yo, how dare you not use what I've given you? Like, it's one thing I'll say is that being all of who God has made you to be, it can get tiring. It gets exhausting, right? It gets... Sometimes it feels overwhelming, you know, the responsibility that comes with, you know, carrying out a vision, the responsibility of it, it starts to weigh on you. And then when you kind of draw back from that responsibility, it feels good. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hold you. It feels refreshing sometimes to just do what you want to do and not do what you feel like you're supposed to do even if it's the thing that God put in you to do. And even though I can honestly say, I love doing this podcast, especially when it's with another person, I love the conversation of it. Um, I really, really do. Especially when, like, when I'm done and I've posted it, I feel so accomplished. Um, I love it so much. But at the same time, I just, it was getting weary of just continuously doing it and upkeeping it. And um, especially if you don't necessarily see the fruits of your labor, you know, I even though I knew that my episodes or me posting on social media was inspiring people, if it's not kind of like in your face where people are telling you, I'm so inspired, I heard your podcast, I love it, or I see you on social media, I'm loving it. If you're not getting that, then it's like, it feels like it's it's wasted, like your effort was wasted or it doesn't matter that much. When in reality, you don't know who you are influencing. You don't know anytime you have a platform, whether it's two people, 2000 or 20, you are influencing others. You have the capacity to change someone's life. You have the capacity to change someone's day. Uh, you have the capacity to uh, give them a different mindset, a different perspective and something that they may be going through. And um, so it's important. And I was just like, you know what, God, I for 2022, my main focus, I mean, my I have other big focuses that I'm going to speak about later, but just a personal main focus will be that I will be consistent with this podcast. I have to be. And I said, that's why like it does my, I told y'all my setup was so janky, um, but I'm still gonna do this anyway. I don't have my mic set up. I'm still gonna do it anyway. I'm like, they'll still hear the audio. It's not gonna be crisp and clear, but you'll hear it. And it's still gonna do its job. Um, and I was like, I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. We have, um, I said earlier that we moved 
and we have an office now but the office is not set up and i'm you know i have a vision to like set up like a nice background it's gonna look real cute for my podcast but none of that is set up and i was just like i'm not gonna allow that to be an excuse i have the tools which are my phone um a pen and pad to write down my notes of what i'm gonna talk about and that's all i need the platforms are there for me to post so there's really no excuse um so yeah i'm back in it and that is one of my main focuses is to be one of my main yeah my main focuses is that a word one of my my main focus is to uh be consistent with this podcast all right so i talked about how i'm married now i'm married you guys i got married in september and um it was really like sometimes i think about it i'm like it was such a dream it was really it was literally everything that i wanted i didn't um you know do anything to kind of live up to anybody's standards or you know i've been to a, a ton of beautiful weddings especially in the past um like two years ago i've been to a lot of beautiful weddings but i didn't allow um any of the stuff that i've seen to kind of like stump my vision or like you know make me do something just to please other people or kind of like show off a little bit um i really everything that happened at my wedding everything looked the way that it looked because that was my desire and i'm just so i'm just so happy you guys it was literally a dream come true i'm gonna do a youtube video to talk about not necessarily i'll probably call it do's and don'ts but there really is no do's and don'ts to weddings it's really just what ultimately what you want to do but i'm just gonna call it do's and don'ts because all the wedding stuff that i looked at youtube videos i looked at before i got married most of them were like do's and don'ts but i think i have a lot of great tips for you guys and i'm not going to talk about in this podcast episode but keep a lookout i'm going to do a a podcast and a youtube video for um do's and don'ts uh for getting married and another big thing your girl is pregnant that's just y'all baby mama that's just y'all baby mama ah, baby mama so i got pregnant super quick <laughs> um i'm right now as i record this i'm 17 weeks so I got pregnant about a couple of, a few weeks after my um after my honeymoon. So it was very quick. So obviously I'm aware that when you don't use protection, it is the possibility of getting pregnant. But I was like, you know, I'm just I, I just didn't think it would happen so fast. I just honestly wasn't, even without using protection. And so I a lot of people advise you, well, they at least advised me to not get pregnant like my first year um a lot of older people well not well not even really older just people who are already married had kind of said like you know don't the first year is like the hardest um you know just hold off enjoy your husband or you know enjoy your wife but there was a number of reasons why i wanted to not have protection and it's because one my father was very sick earlier in 2001 and um we uh it was a big chance of losing him um and so when he came through that uh he's you know my family were such a 
in general, like a close family, they're such a big part of my life. I couldn't fathom my father not being part of my kid's life. I, I really couldn't. I know it might seem like, so Summer, you really got pregnant because because of that, like that's such a huge decision, yes, but it was a big decision. It was an important decision and it's something I felt comfortable with. I was like, you know, I don't want to stunt anything to keep myself, not stunt anything. I don't want to be taking anything that would keep me from getting pregnant knowing that my father was just very, very sick and um, I just don't want to risk it. I don't want to risk holding off two, three years and something else happens. Um, I just, I, I, I was unsettled about that. And so that was one reason. Another reason is because of my age. Now I'm really not old. I'm 29 years old. I, I, I know fully aware that I'm not old, um, but you know, I didn't want to ignore that when a woman hits 35, it is considered considered a geriatric birth. And so if I am in a position to get married, I mean, if I am in a position to have a child, um, I didn't want to, once again, hold off knowing that I'm inching closer to that geriatric age. Now, say if I wasn't married right now, um, if I wasn't married and I wasn't in a position that I believed that God was, that it was God's will for me to have a child, then I wouldn't, I wouldn't be too pressed about my age, right? If he promised me a family, he knows that's the desires of my heart, but say I'm, you know, I'm, I'm hitting 30, but I'm still not married. I wouldn't be too pressed about it because then that's, that's kind of different. You know what I mean? God's promise is still God's promise. And um, I'm just not in a position to have a child. But because God didn't tell me nothing like that, I'm 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 married. You know, financially we're doing pretty okay. Um, we were able to move into a bigger home, a bigger apartment, a bigger space. I had we have um, definitely an amazing village to help us raise this child and just be there as a support system. So I was like, there's really no reason for me to ignore science. Um, if I don't have to. Now, like I said, if you know, if you're listening and you're in your 30s and you're like, well, dag, I'm not even married, like, you know, if you pressed about it at 29, what am I gonna do? Like, like I said, if I was not in a position to have a child where I thought it was God's will, meaning out of marriage, then I wouldn't be too pressed about it because I God's promise remains his promise. And um I would just be more, I would be okay with, with waiting, you know, if I just wasn't in a position where it was God's will. But because he didn't tell me nothing like that, um, he didn't give me any type of peace or reassurance. Like, you know, if you hold out medically, everything is going to be okay. I was just like, I don't want to take the chance of waiting until I'm in my later, you know, waiting until I hit in my 30s and then there's issues and now I'm trying to do other stuff at that age. I just didn't want to risk it. So I'm like, I just rather know now. God forbid if there's something wrong, I just want to know as soon as possible. Um, so yeah. And then the third reason I decided to not use protection is because my husband and I were just ready. Like we really didn't mind having a kid right now. You know, I was someone who I never really cared to have kids like that. I really didn't. Um, I've always been fully aware of, I've always been fully aware of how serious having a child was. 
you know i that was not something where my self-esteem issues where i desired to look for that within the love of a child i um i just i was always fully aware of the seriousness of having a child and so i was never pressed about it for a while i thought i wouldn't have kids um and so then when i started to get in my mind like when i hit my later 20s and i started to really think about like wow building a family having a kid like i it was just I knew that the, the fact that I was thinking about it so intently, I was be, God was preparing me mentally and emotionally to bring a child into this world. And my husband and I, he's older than me, so he's 30, he's 34. So he's just like, he was ready. And um, so that was the third reason. And so yes, we only enjoyed uh, about a month, a month of marriage before finding out that we were pregnant. Uh, but it's okay. Like I'm still, we're still super excited. It really does still kind of feel like honeymoon stage with my husband and I. Um, we went into the marriage in a very, very, very healthy space, and it's kind of maintained that. So, yeah, I'm. I'm we're excited. The postpartum weight loss, y'all. It's gonna be. I'm excited. I'm actually excited for it. Um, there's a lot of. I want to go back to weight loss for a quick second. There's a couple of people I follow. Well, you know, I'm going to say one in particular. There's someone that I follow on social media. And she has been losing weight, right? Um, she works with a trainer. And uh, so her weight loss has been successful. But she hates her regimen. And so she hates what she has to eat, when she has to eat it. And she seems miserable, right she seems absolutely miserable and the thing is you really don't have to be so miserable in this weight loss journey you really don't when i lost 100 pounds all i started by doing was sharing my food literally i shared my food with people he back again for another uh another uh in camera I'm talking about my cat, y'all. Y'all can't see him if you're not on YouTube, but he keep popping up in the camera. But um, so when I first started off weight loss, that's all I started with was sharing my food. So I didn't eat anything differently. It's just whatever I ate, I would ask someone that they want it, that they want some or want a piece or whatever. And then when I lost like 30 pounds just from doing that, then that's when I started to like, cut back with my portions then I lost another like I don't know maybe it was like 30 30 pounds and then that's when I was just so motivated I was just like strict with my diet and my calories so it really and so I I enjoyed literally the entire process like granted there were times you get discouraged and it's just like man I don't know if I can do this but it didn't it didn't the feeling didn't overwhelm me because i didn't totally change my life to the point where i hated it now there are some people who have to be on a strict regimen in order to show results just like mentally that is the way they work and if that's you that's fine if you have to be on a strict regimen you someone has to be telling you breakfast lunch snack dinner what you can eat and what you cannot eat how much you can drink what you cannot drink if that's you in order for you to have results 
I understand, but I just need you to know that there is definitely a different way to go about this weight loss journey where you don't have to absolutely hate the process and that you can actually be excited about it. Um, I am genuinely excited to go hard on my weight loss, on my postpartum weight loss. I'm genuinely, I'm really excited. Um, I'm excited to lift heavy again. Um, I'm excited to be disciplined with my eating. Um, I also, during the pandemic, something that changed for me that aided to my weight gain was I started working from home full time. I'm fully remote. And so that was a big change because I wasn't, um, I had access to food all day long. And so I'm snacking, 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 typing two minutes, snacking, typing another 10 minutes, snacking. And, you know, it was just such in my grasp. And so the techniques that I had uh, taught myself while I was working in the office, they didn't necessarily apply to at home. I needed to shift it and I did. I never shifted. I never shifted according to my, my situation, according to my atmosphere. And it was so sudden and, and, and we didn't even know how long it was gonna last. I didn't even, I wasn't even checking for COVID-19. When I tell you, I didn't think nothing of it up until literally when they told us we had to leave the office. I wasn't thinking anything of it. Literally weeks leading up, people in my office, oh, COVID-19, people getting sick, da, da, da. I, didn't, I was like, okay. Like, I'm like, let me pray for them in Jesus' name, you know? You're random, you standing around and be like, in Jesus' name, just thinking about, you know, Lord, don't let me get sick. But I didn't think anything of it until we was in the office and they was like, you guys got to go home. We're not allowed to be here. And I was like, okay, this is getting kind of serious. Then when we got home and a week passed, two weeks passed, and we didn't go back into the office, I'm like, this is real. This is real. But I never shifted my tactics. I never shifted, um, I never shifted my habits as far as my habits at home, you know, like what I, when I should get up and eat, where I should be working, you know, working from my bed a lot and just kind of like, and that matters too. All of that mattered because if I would have been, you know, eating at a, at a desk, you know, it puts you in a mindset to, okay, lunch is at 12, lunch is not at 10, 10, 30, 11, 11, 15 and, and 12 o'clock. It's, it's at 12. And so eating from my bed, it was just kind of, you get comfortable, not eating from my, working from my bed, you get comfortable. And it was just, I was, I was doing the most and it caught up to me as far as weight wise. And so my weight loss journey postpartum, y'all, it's on and popping and I'm excited. I'm genuinely excited. I, I know that I wrote a ebook called the ultimate guide to weight loss. Um, I'm going to be just reviewing that. I've done it before. Uh, that's one of my probably biggest motivations, knowing that I've already done it. The proof is in my life. You know, I already know what to do, how to do it. And I'm going to be doing it and I'm excited for it. Now, obviously, I don't know what it's going to be like having a newborn. I have no idea. Um, I'm talking all this talk now and then <laughs> I don't want y'all to see me in a year and I, you know I'm just like oh I couldn't you know it was just too hard but I really believe um, I really believe I can get it done uh, I, I know what I have to do and I'm ready for it so that is it of this first podcast episode um, 
I'm so happy I did this. I'm so happy that I'm back on track. I don't know if I'll have the the energy or just the motivation. Oh, my curls look good. If y'all watching on my YouTube, you see my curls. They look good. They look nice. I think I'm gonna do uh, a little hair, a YouTube hair thing. I need to be on my YouTube game more. I really do. My edges growing in. When I get braids now, y'all, I make sure I part out a, a lot of my edges. Cause you know, baby hairs are in now, all them baby hairs. And so it don't be looking crazy when I got all them baby hairs laying down. So they do not, I don't, I don't have any of my edges, um, braided up. So my edges been coming back. Okay. So I promise you guys, I'm going to be committed. Even if I don't know you like that, even if the only how you know me is through social media, if you listen, or if you're listening to this podcast and I go one week without doing an episode, without releasing it, it may not always be video. Okay, but I have committed every single week to doing an episode. So, if even if you don't know me like that, if I go a, a week without posting an episode, please hold me accountable. Reach out to me via one of the platforms, Facebook or Instagram, YouTube even, comment and be like, yo, where's the episode at? What happened? What are you doing? I thought she was consistent. What is this? 2022 big things popping. Like, what are you doing? And so, yeah, I, I'm I'm asking for accountability. My friends, shout out to um, shout out to my tribe. They know who they are. And shout out to my friend Clay. He knows who. Obviously, he knows he knows who he is. I just said his name. Um, <laughs> they definitely hold me accountable. And my husband, he holds me accountable. And so um i'm i'm ready to go full force and to just leave you guys with something and i really want to get in the habit of of you know something that i do every single episode and i think it might be leaving an encouraging word i would say this year live more of yourself and what i mean by that is early in the podcast i talked about how it can sometimes be very tiring being all God has called you to be. And so what we tend to do is we'll stick to a portion of ourselves. You know, I'm someone who's very, um, a part of me is very laid back, very low key, likes to stick to myself. And if I'm not careful, I get really stuck in that. That's not all God has created me to be. He's also created me to be a very personable person, someone who loves to communicate and have conversation, someone who has a vision and a dream. Um, but sometimes I get very complacent in that one part of God, who God has called me to be. But he's like, I need you to live more, more of yourself. I'm not asking you to, to be nobody, but who I created you to be. And that's why I don't, I don't see how people be so into other people's business. Because who you are and what you got going on in life is enough. It's too much a lot of times. Like, how you got time to try to be like somebody else? And it's already hard enough being your own, <laughs> being your own self. But, um, so, yeah, live more of yourself this year. Um, if you know that God has called you, God has created you to be someone who's bold, um, someone who is an entrepreneur, um, even someone who thrives in their nine to five, 
you know don't get complacent being just one part of who god has called you to be be all of it tap into tap into all those little pieces that god has created in order to make who you are and so that's what i'm doing i'm gonna still be sitting in my you know my low-key summer you know i'm gonna be enjoying that but also this summer this summer that has that vision that loves that conversation that wants to build that community um i'm gonna live in that too i'm gonna be i'm gonna live more of myself this year um so thank you guys for tuning in Till next time.